Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are back, raring to go. Whoop, whoop. Ready to do this. Another podcast. You know this is our 25th podcast. Is it? Yes, it is indeed. I like it when uh, we actually commit to something. I'm mm. really, really bad at like following through with committing to like activities and hobbies and stuff. Really bad. Mm. I think it stems from a childhood of not really ever being like forced to do anything. <laughs> if I didn't like something, like if I didn't like ballet, my mum would be like, oh, well, don't go then. Yeah. You never felt that like that drive that uh no i was that... never really pushed to like get through the rubbish part and then reap the reward you know yeah yeah I, i'm pretty dogmatic about that type of thing i'm like even if i hate it i'm gonna keep doing it just because i don't know i sometimes i feel like the, the part of me that doesn't want to do something not that i'm saying we don't want to do this podcast we love doing this podcast it's a super fun podcast to do but we're talking about other things in general like the things we have to do normally in life like parent <laughs> uh, sometimes i'm just like i hate every part of this but i'm just gonna put my head down and get through it well you don't really have a choice mate sorry about that i know <laughs> there's no escape but yeah that's why i think that i'm uh not so good at committing to things in my adult life but luckily you're on the other side to keep it even yeah yeah i, I don't give up easily do i just keep doing stuff no it's kind of annoying though like once steph says he's like gonna do something by God, he's going to do it. The, thing is, like, the problem is, with sometimes the, I'm like, why are you doing that? Because like, I've said I'll do it. <laughs> the issue is I go tunnel vision and everything. I can't focus on anything else but that one thing. And I, I just go so ham with that one thing until I burn out, which I feel like I'm kind of, I feel like I'm at a burnout stage right now. You know, I feel like I'm, I feel like all you ever do is talk about being at a burnout stage. Well, <laughs> I think how we work. Used to be on YouTube videos. Now it's in podcasts every week. It's like, I'm, I'm still burnt out. No, but I think burnt there's a cycle. Again. You have to accept there's a cycle of burning out in, in this kind of job or in this career, uh, in anything that you do, which involves kind of, you know, digging deep and anything to do with art or anything to do with kind of creation. Mm. It comes with a site. You have to work in these cycles of burnout or like as creators, I suppose, have it like artists would have like uh, where they have writer's block or they have that. Um, but mm. just to play devil's advocate, if you were an organized person, you would carve out time to rejuvenate and you... not work like take normal days off you know all oh, right and the thing is that's I am where right. I'm that's, always right that's where ideas when is he gonna realize i'm that, always right oh, that's i'm always where, right can you please stop that <laughs> i was doing that on purpose you know that's where ideas are born is in times where you're not uh you're not working and you're not kind of your head's not down just focusing on projects and you're, you're you've taken a step back and you have some time to kind of zoom out of everything and see the bigger picture that's when the the that's when the sparks happen that's when you're like ah that's a good idea or I should do that or why don't I do this or that or whatever. That's where it comes from in the in the downtimes. It's so bloody hot in this office where we're uh, recording this today. 
It's I, so hot. And yeah, it is ridiculous up here. You can almost feel like within a foot of going down that those stairs out mm, there. The with, within drops. like a foot, it drops. You're like, whoa, it's all cool down here. We're having a really here. nice bit of a heat wave in England right now, um, which is perfect because I don't think we're going to be going on holiday this year, are we? I think we've ruled that one out. Yeah. My friend Neil just got back from uh, a trip to Lisbon and he said that he spent more on his COVID tests than he did on the flights to get there and back. Mm. It's it's really difficult though because although obviously technically some countries we're allowed to go to, mm. it's that really difficult kind of moral compass thing where you're like, I don't need to go on holiday. Mm. I just want to go on holiday. Like it would be good for for the soul, you know, to like have a bit of a change of scenery, soak up a different culture, eat yeah. some different food, have some sunshine. But then there's the whole moral side of it that's like they're saying we can but they're also saying that we shouldn't <laughs> so it's really difficult to like and then the extra costs and everything as well so it's it's a hard one i think for lots of people yeah i i'm i just kind of ruled it out mentally i'm like well it's not going to happen yeah. is it really i mean we luckily did that south african trip just before the first lockdown kicked in mm. properly so we just about got that one in then we did another france trip just about between in between, in between. Them, yeah so we got a little bit. If you hadn't have had, if we hadn't have had those trips, I'd be desperate to get away. So luckily, mm. we did have those before. I don't feel off. desperate to get away. I miss traveling mm. a lot. Like I miss showing the kids new places, and I don't know. I just miss seeing different things and stuff. But I, I wouldn't say that I'm desperate. I, I'd say that I've become quite comfortable just exploring where we're allowed to explore and, and stripping everything back and and appreciating a more mm. simple kind of discovery you know i mean th- i did my river dip today and it's so warm out here now in the uk that it was it was about 15 degrees it was it was like just wading into a warm bath it was almost like kind of no point no point in doing it you don't get that kind of that that rush that you get from the cold water it was sort of lukewarm it's become really popular now hasn't it yeah, well, in the summer down there, Wally mm. Way just gets crazy. Yeah, but that There's doesn't so technically count as cold water swimming. No, that doesn't. That's, um, that's... But generally, cold water swimming over lockdown has become really popular. It's, bec- it's exploded. It really are has. One of the masses now. It used to be niche. I know. I'm not edgy anymore. <laughs> I've lost the edge. It's, ed- it's not the edgy thing to do. No, it's everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. Damn, I have to find something else. <laughs> I have to find something else to keep me keep my edge up. <laughs> yeah, so we did. We went to a comedy night uh, the other night with our friends Jason Eva. Uh, that was great. Uh, it was um, it was a socially distanced comedy night. Do you know what always really terrifies me about going to things like that? Is that the person who hosts the evening, generally the format is that they sort of pick people in the audience and mm. tear them to shreds. Mm. And so whenever the host comes on in between acts, I'm always just terrified and like trying not to make eye contact. And I'm like, please don't pickle me because I hate that thought of everyone staring at you. It's not even that he's going to rip it out of you. It's just everyone like looking at you. Yeah. It's I, weird. I, it's this thing I've always been scared of since I was a kid. I was so scared. And I, because I, I, he was, he picked every table along the front and we were right at the end and he was going right along them. And I was like, oh no, we're on the end. He's going to come for us. Uh, and um, I had a, I had a, like a little cookie before we uh, started watching it, which kind of kicked in just when he was coming over to us. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started to like 
almost like shake a little bit and I was like oh god this is too much I've just come up off this cookie and now I'm literally like about, he's about to tear me into me I don't so, know why you did that I know but I, I and I basically had this bright Hawaiian shirt on and I was like I am a, I'm just like a massive bloody target for this guy like with his big obnoxious Hawaiian shirt on he's gonna go all ham on me I was, I was so scared that I kind of took off my cardigan and I started to wrap it around myself to try and make myself more discreet he came for me briefly but I think I don't know what it is about me I think I've got like a resting bitch face or something mm. because that's the second time that's happened to me in the last two weekends last weekend i went to see a drag show with my sister and that's basically what they do in the drag show as well and the same thing happened they kind of touched on me but then really backed off yeah. um and i think it's just because i have that face or that energy around me that's like fuck oh don't you dare <laughs> like i don't want this yeah i didn't come here for this what was interesting that you were telling me about the drag show is that it isn't it's like the most unpolitically correct thing you've ever been oh my to god it's so refreshing it's so <laughs> refreshing it's it's basically all the stuff that nobody's allowed to joke about anymore everything's on the table basically yeah. and if you don't like it you just get up and leave yeah yeah um which is i mean it's I didn't realize how much comedy had changed until I mm. went to go see that. I think that's why my sister enjoys it so much is because, I mean, obviously we're older, so we've kind of grown up with a certain level of, of joke, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas I think if a younger person went to it, they'd be like, this is outrageous. They'd be straight it, Like it's a cancel culture, isn't it? So. Yeah. I um, Although there is some, uh, our manager was telling us that they've done some st- case studies with gen z's and they're actually not as bad as millennials for getting like hyper offended by stuff gen z's apparently a bit more like they're a bit more edgy they're a bit more like oh you can say whatever it's fine make jokes not a problem but um it was very good it was comedian in bath and i highly recommend anyone listening to go out there and support your local stand-up comedy nights because they have been massively impacted the comedians by covid over the last uh, year and a half whatever Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because obviously they can't do any shows. No and that's how they make all yeah. their money. And it's like, it's just all of a sudden like a tap just turned off for them. So it's so important now, I think, to go out there, go to a comedy night, support them. And uh, yeah, and do that. It was great. We saw about four or five comedians and they're all f- like really funny. I think just... even if you're not massively into like live comedy, it's just something different to go and do after being mm. at home for so long and, and not yeah. being able to see people. Also, I find that like what's nice about it, not that our friends that we went with, I was nervous around or anything, but it kind of breaks up your chat e- mm. for the evening. So like you kind yeah, of, true. you'll catch up and have a chat and then you see a, um, one comedian comes on and then you have another little chat and then yeah. another comedian comes on. Like it's just quite a nice way to 
break up the evening i think yeah you're right it, it and, and they do have like kind of between the comedians as time but where you can kind of yeah converse but uh yeah I, I i thought it was great i thought it was good fun i sort of think i'd want to do like once every two or three months i think go go to one i think if 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 it was a different environment i'd go probably probably a bit more but it's just um that's quite i, I don't know there's different types of comedy clubs that feel different i don't like the social distancing side of things it feels a little bit less intimate almost a bit more i don't like really like that part of it but it's still it was Who great stuff yeah <laughs> But uh, but that was super fun. And I had a trip to London. This was, this was so good because work is now starting to pick up again after uh, a massive great big black spot, um, which, uh, yeah, which was horrific over the past uh, year and a half. It was basically, again, like like the comedians, I suppose, mm. like a tap just turning off. And we were like, shit. So now work's picking up again. I just did um, so, um, some work for a, a department store in London, which was so fun, which was actually one of our first ever sponsors, wasn't it? That uh, Fenwick. Fenix. Fenwick. I don't think it was. Didn't they invite you to something when you were yeah, blogging? Yeah, but that, was, that wasn't a sponsor. Thing. Oh, it wasn't that a sponsor, was just, just an invite. No, it was just an event. It was oh, a yeah. nice event. And they just basically said, come up to Fenwick in uh, the department store in London, take out an electric bike, and then just ride it around. And I was like, that sounds like the best day out ever. So I, I toddled up to London on the train. Uh, I had to wear a mask the whole way up on the train, which was horrible, considering I've got a problem with those things. I reckon I could go to a doctor and get a lanyard, but then I don't want to be the guy walking around with a lanyard. Also, just don't be a dick. Everyone else has to do it. Yeah. Just suck it up and shut up. But I can't. I've got a problem. Well, then don't talk to us about it, Steph. <laughs> no, I have a medical problem. You can't. You can't. Anyway, Steph about. and I watched a really cool program this week, which we actually binge watched. I think there's only four episodes, right? And each episode is an hour long. So it's it's like almost like movie length. Um, and we watched it over the course of four nights, I think. I could have binge watched if I wasn't such a granny that I had to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. But it was called The Pursuit of Love and it is on BBC. And it's interesting actually because Steph found it and wanted to watch it with me, not realising that I'd already um, researched it and wanted to read the book. So it's based on a book. But it's just filmed beautifully and it was actually really funny. Like the first couple of episodes, even you were laughing and I didn't think you were going to really mm. get into that kind of show you know yeah it was who's who's the actor from uh the guy from fleabag the priest from fleabag oh yeah the priest from fleabag he, he was my favorite character in it i think he just played such an amazing part. yeah he did and actually merlin or something his part that he played as well i like that he hasn't typecast himself oh i love the fact somebody's like got a leaf blower outside our house <laughs> and i'm i think we're gonna have to do is close that window okay is that right do you mind yeah we might have to um keep this podcast short then because i'm going to be sweating in a minute <laughs> yeah sorry about this we got of course we get a leaf blower outside our bloody house that's a bit that's a lot better actually yeah i can tolerate that now it's like they know it's so like yeah that's know. a good recommendation if you're looking for a tv series right now sadly only four episodes though i was a little bit upset it might be more finished. than that but they're about an hour long each they're each an hour long no, so it's quite long is it four or five I can't remember. it's, it's not very many long. anyway but um, they're an hour long so. i've got a recommendation it's actually four uh, for a job that we just did, but we really enjoyed doing it. Um, it was it's for like this uh, Lego where you can where you can basically put together you can make a artwork with the Lego. And we've got a Marilyn Monroe piece of artwork that we made with Lego, and it looks really cool. It's like pixely looking. It just looks wicked. I've got it hanging in my office, and I love it. So that's something fun to do for a date night one time. Get yourself a glass of wine and make yourself a piece of art. You get a piece of art for the wall. Get something to do. It's just also such a it would thing. be a really nice Christmas or birthday. Present, yeah, it would because it's like an activity, but then you also benefit from the activity afterwards because you get to see it on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I love it. It's it's one of those products that comes along every now and again that I'm like, ah, oh, this is 
brilliant brilliant <laughs> yeah she's absolutely brilliant um uh so yeah no i don't really have anything else other, other to recommend uh, to recommend other than other than the lego and that so what else has been going down around right did we put up our video on sunday which was uh which which went down quite well with with our viewers which was which was nice because it was a uh, more of a uh just again playing around with the formats of uh, trying different things i got i got an actress to play our manager and and did this uh, whole scene with her, which was fun, man. I love acting. I really wish I could be an actor. I really would love to do that, you know. No shit stuff. <laughs> I really would. I would love to be an actor. I, I even like looked in fairly recently to like where you could do it around here, like in the nighttime, so do evening classes or something like that um, to do it. But um, I think it would be such a great fun thing to do. What else have we got to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I, like I feel like we're tailing off here. <laughs> Bit it, dry the problem here. is everything that I want to talk about, you're so, you've heard it so many times. And it's so like, well, you're so like, because I've already told you or it's just boring. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I think we need to get some guests. I think we start to do some guests. That's a good idea. On the podcast. We need to get our first guest on the podcast. I'm going to start putting the feelers out for somebody to see who we can get on. And then consider it. Yeah, consider who we can get on. Yeah, that would be good. I, I feel like when you've been uh, in lockdown with your husband and wife for many months, sometimes you just don't have that much to say to each yeah, other. Yeah, because we just share. I did say we should come in with a plan this this week and not come in dry. We did. We went for a walk around the park before we started doing this and we, we came up with some ideas, but we just flew through them. But they're all gone now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you cut me off on my London chat. I could have strung that out for a bit longer. No, one thing I did see when the, with the comedy, though, one thing that did make me want to it did make me want to do it, because what what encourages me about comedy is that you don't necessarily have to be funny in terms of like, like you listen to Joe Rogan. I never really ever laugh at anything he says ever. He's not one of those people that I would listen to and find him funny. I but think he's they a have massive a comedian. But they have a different sense of humour over there, though, don't they, in, in the States? It's not necessarily as, like, dry as ours. But every single comedian that you watch bar the host ha are just reading out something they've written. Yeah, I know. It's just, they're just reciting. So if you could write something where you have time to reflect and time to think and write something... As long as it, how you'd remember. Also, I think it's half an hour's worth of a script. It's city me. to city and town to town, mm. what people find funny. I don't think something that you wrote specifically for where we live wouldn't be funny in London, you know? Or like. They tailor it, I think, a bit. Yeah, no, I know that. I'm just yeah. saying, if you were going to go into it, you would have to write different scripts, probably for different areas. Yeah, you would, for sure. Yeah, like some of them brought in like the, the Bath one-way system or something like that, where they would just swap out one-way systems for different towns or whatever. So they have techniques for doing that. The one thing that would make me scared, I think, or worry me is somebody heckling. Because I'd be like, oh God, what do I say? How do I, how, how do I make this funny? The, the host that was doing the night the other night was really good at just ripping people apart and just tearing into people. Yeah, he could... was good. And he remembered everyone's names as well. Yeah, I don't know did how that. he did that. I don't know how he did that. He remembered everyone's names. It was I'm crazy. the worst with names. You know, it's so awkward, isn't it? When you like bump into somebody you know and you're with your like husband or your wife or your friend and you feel like you should introduce them but you can't remember their name and mm. then you look really rude for not introducing yeah, them. I've been there so many times. We did have this awkward I, I have a hack for that, you know. I just, uh, I introduced you to the person and then they mm. normally introduce themselves. Yeah, that's a good hack. Like, oh, by the way, this is my husband. And then they go, oh, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. And then I find out their name and then it's great. There was a super awkward situation the other day. We were walking around the park and we saw another couple with this kid, this kids the same age as ours. Uh, and they were walking around, a couple with their kids running around like ours were. And we sort of bumped into them. And it's just at the start of half term. And I was like, oh, how you doing? How you getting on? They were like, oh, you know, half term, really happy about it. And I was like, yeah, I know, fucking horrific, isn't it? And they're like, no, we're really happy about it being half term. We get to spend some time with our kids. And I'm like, 
you, I can't tell if you're joking. <laughs> that was so awkward. Yeah, and they're like, no, we're not. I was like, oh. and I sort of, it's so awkward because I was sort of looking at them a bit, waiting for it, like kind of a visual cue that they were joking so I could just burst out laughing, but they were being deadly serious. And I was like, you want to spend time with your kids? I don't understand this. That was one of the most painful conversations I've seen you in and it was oh, really it was fun to watch. It was so excruciating. It was so fun to watch though because I was just kind of on the outskirts yeah. watching you squirm. Yeah. I don't often meet parents who just like really enjoy being around their children. It does happen. I know it does happen. Like that was a well, that was I mean, an example. We do of it. sometimes just in not, moderation. Yeah, just not like especially after lockdown. I feel like I've got parental burnout. Yeah, God, I'm it. like I've done this. I've done this nonstop with no break for months and months and months, and I'm like I'm ready for a break now. You know, I, I, was, I was thinking this the other day. I was like, how many people are going to come out of the last year with actual issues? With kind of like with psychological damage from from just being cooped up in their own bloody house for this amount of time do you know what i really enjoy just being alone now after lockdown mm. i feel like because we were in this like environment where we're just all together all of the time i don't really feel the need to go out and be with more people i just want to be alone <laughs> yeah and i feel like that's probably not right is it yeah, no, there's no, there's nothing like being alone, a bit of your own time in your yeah, own head. Yeah, I just love being alone. It's so nice. It's great, isn't it? I, I don't want to be, being, being with you is a little bit by, can be a bit like being mm. alone because we lost off the time we could just sit there and just not chat. Yeah, like, there's we that level of comfortable didn't we? we just spent where... seven hours lying down, mm. chilling. And just because we needed to, yeah, have a break. Have a break. Um, kids were at a pirate club, so we were like, let's just have a little break. And it was wonderful. We didn't have to sit there chatting the whole time. Sometimes it's exhausting chatting. Sometimes you're like, mate, can we just not talk for a bit? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just say be quiet? I think it's just I, I like nice to be comfortable enough with someone where you don't constantly feel the need to fill all the gaps and yeah, and be interesting or like think of new things to say. Like it's nice just to be in somebody's company but not have to try. Yeah, you know? like sometimes I'm in somebody's company and I find myself really boring. I'm like, God, I'm boring myself. Be just being here, talking to you. Like I'm boring me, and you know I'm not even you. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right then, Hannah Mags, shall we call it a day? This is probably yeah, the shortest sure. podcast it's, we've it's ever done. It's very, very sweaty up here and I'm yeah. wearing jeans, which I'm regretting deeply. Don't worry, babes. We'll get some guests on soon and we'll make it really spicy and bring it back. And we'll also come in better prepared next time. We're in a very yeah. hot office. Well, let's not make excuses. You made it to the end and you should give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you very much for doing that. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next week. Enjoy the heat wave. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>